Hey everybody, here is side B of the previous update I last posted of Ignorant Bliss. And I don't really have that much to say in this for this intro. Um, much of what I said last time, just a nice conversation. Drinking happened. Complaining about rappers and Kardashians happened. Um, colorism was talked about. Stuff like that. Um, you can also reach me at ignorantblisspodcast at gmail.com. On Twitter, Instagram, all that type of stuff. At Julian Lytle. The website for the podcast is ignorant-bliss.com. You can check out my stuff, my art stuff when I decide to post it at thejulianlittle.com. You know, leave a review on iTunes. Um, this is on Stitcher, Google Play, SoundCloud. Um, I'm probably going to try to start putting stuff on Mixcloud also. So many ways for you to listen to it. I hope you enjoy. And peace. Don't bother me, I'm working. 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 Don't bother me, working. Don't bother me. Don't bother me. Can't you see? Don't bother me. Working, working. Let me, I'm working. Uh, don't bother me. Don't, don't, don't bother me. Can't you see?
Man, killing me though. That was like three classes you said like you've never seen. What's Where another classic? What's that? You ever seen Tombstone? No. <laughs> it has the best Valkyrie performance ever. <laughs> Whew. I'm not gonna argue with you because I don't know no other Val Kilmer performances. Of I know no- mad Val Kilmer movies. Have you seen Tombstone? No. Oh, man. Definitely not all the way through. It's so gangster. That is that is a dude movie though. It's cowboys. It's a western. What's yeah, that Will Russell. Smith movie that Wild, was a western? Wild West that was yeah, terrible. so I saw that. So <laughs> I, I don't think because I haven't seen Tombstone that I'm not up on my Wild Wild West movies. It's not. It's not a tombstone, though. Goodfellas. Damn. Damn. No Goodfellas, huh? So you don't. You don't get the long take when he takes the takes the young woman through the kitchen, through the side door, through the kitchen, and they bust out the table in the front of the Cobra Cabana. And he sits down. She's like, "What? What do you do? Construction." It's like bomb. Oh man. Woo. So much gangsterism in that. Gangsterism. Gangsterism. That's that gangster shit right there. Yeah. That's that real gangster shit. Damn, damn. <laughs> that's like that's that's pure gangster shit, that movie. That's like I do like gangster, gangster movies, so perhaps I need to add that onto my list. It's Robert De Niro, Joe Pesci. to watch. Scorsese. Do you want another artificially? Orange cracker. Yeah, colored cracker. Orange cracker. My man Puffy still putting out, putting out music. Puff Daddy in the family. Yeah, he's back for Puffy. Yeah, I ain't never stopped calling him Puffy. To be honest. Yeah. So apparently he had a mixtape, right? Came out on his birthday. Money making Mitch, which is in reference to paying in full, which you just said you watched. That was Cam. Yeah. yeah. Well, that wasn't his character. The Kyle Pfeiffer's character was Mitch. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, speaking of childhood, favorite rapper of my childhood was definitely Cameron. Huge Cameron fan. Did you wear pink like Cam too? Well, this is before that. This was like a fashion Cam. This was a uh, entertainment Cam. Yeah. Hmm. Way before all the pink stuff. I that was the pink stuff. That was gangster. Hmm. I mean, people started rocking in New York for sure. Like I remember. Know, and in the Midwest, people was was fucking with Cam. They bust out the uh, the purple purple haze. Okay, purple haze. Who was your favorite rapper as a child? Child, teenager, we can go with it all. It was Biggie when I was te- when I was a teenager. Mhm. Then, then as a early twenties, it became um, Jay Z. Mhm. It probably still is Jay Z. Okay. He gives me motivation, standards in which to reach, get this money. I want to get this money. I go listen to some classic Jay-Z. Young man Jay-Z. Ages 26 to 32 Jay-Z. Gotcha. That reasonable doubt to like the blueprint. Oh my God. That's that young man when he was a philandering, womanizer, and hustler. In his lyrics. In real life too. What was the... I was in New York at the time. What was the the MTV Unplugged blueprint? Was that blueprint? Yeah. Two? Nah, that was blueprint one. 
It might have been yeah. in between the two, though. Nah, it came, it came out right after the Bills. Songs, right? Yeah. Right. Boy. It came out right now, As a female, and I know y'all think, like, females, like, sing songy songs, blah, blah, blah. But as a female, like, Blueprint, female woman. Damn. As a woman, Blueprint spoke to my soul. What, because you were so honest on it? It was so honest, and it just was, like, the, the right mix of, like, realness like what y'all dudes be doing right and then just like you know kind of the grittiness that was one album that I could play straight through and then when he came out with the Unplugged and had Jaguar right on she was saying Duh. the roots here that was Duh. it was <laughs> stupid like when I still think about like one of my favorite albums it's not Blueprint it's Blueprint Unplugged it's unblowing though yeah mm. But now growing up, I will say Master B was my favorite. How's your dude? Yeah, that's my dude. From Lexington, Kentucky to Louisville. Like I said, when they called out Lexington, being from Lexington, Kentucky, that was the first time I ever heard my city in a song. So people who were from like the Phillies and New Yorks, the DC, blah blah blah. But you DC, guys DC had go go music. Now I'm getting those but I don't really Okay, know but, but still but still you all had folks, you all had things to be proud of. In Lexington, we have the Kentucky Wildcats. And that's it. We don't have any professional teams. We don't have anything else to stand by besides our collegiate basketball yeah. team. I've been that down being once. Said, it's just mass stores for that for that college team. That's all we got. Stores. That's all we have. We don't have any professional teams. We don't have anything else to like stand on. So when P came up with Bad About It saying Lexington, Kentucky to Louisville, you know they bowed it. Yeah. We was like, Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> like, we bowed about it. We bowed about it. <laughs> He doesn't understand. Like, that made a huge difference in, like, feeling like we was finally getting called out. Mass people good at it. Southern rappers are really good at calling out a lot of places just from their touring and going around, just calling out spots and ain't getting no love. Yeah. I will say that, but I don't think all Southern rappers kind of want to identify with the South, right? So... Even like Outkast, they had a great sound, but they, and we knew they were from Atlanta, but yeah. they still weren't on this, like, we gonna call them out type thing. Yeah, it was, just, they went, they started one way and then they kind of just went, yeah, they on an artistic path of. Exactly. Yeah, and that's okay too. Yeah. That's okay too. But there's a certain amount of grittiness, right? That we have in Lexington that Cincinnati, Ohio has, which in Cincinnati is like an hour away. That is not, I mean that no one ever thinks about or considers, right? Like, it's a rough life, it's gangs, it's this, it's that. Well, Cameron, you say he get it in Ohio, yeah. so... That's what I'm saying, but people don't really give that type of credence or understand, like, they think about it being, like, a country or, like, um, you know, Middletown, USA type of feel when you think about Cincinnati or, like, okay... That's the Midwest. Like, everything, like, things are innocuous there. Like, they ain't got no struggle. Hey, people that, right, <laughs> they ain't gangsta. Gangsta. That's exactly what I'm saying. And I don't think people really recognize the things that we were going through. So when, like, a, a P came down, I think it was also, like, Trick at one point in time. Has, we was like, yes, you get it. You, right? Like, you, you get that we do go through these things. And it's not, you know, a lot of times when I meet people from Lexington or meet people outside of Lexington, they like... Oh, you know, where the horses are or where, like, it's automatically this thought that, like, we don't deal with anything. And then it's, it's a country town as opposed to, like, a town where urban things occur. Like, we get to 
I'm not saying oh, I wasn't guessing it, but you know what I mean? Like yeah. there, like it's hard knock lives there too. There's a, there's a hood everywhere. I know that's for sure. That's real. And when Mia X, right? So you I'm gonna tell you, that. Mia X. Mia X, absolutely, because she doesn't. She, I don't she feel don't like she gets no credit. So when I talk about Master P, like as an extension of Master P, Mia X was a person that like I would write down her lyrics. The biggest mama, you know, Mia X. Like I would be rapping her lyrics, and I thought, like, I so identified with her the way that she rapped, like the um, her southern, like even the intonation. It, it's just I don't know. It's one of those things that I really, I really, pe- I really feel like people don't get just the influence that No Limit Southern rap had on people that weren't from like NOLA and stuff like that in the lesser known cities. Yeah, I think it's probably got a lot taken over because of. Cash money blew up. Yeah. And they stayed around. Mm. Kind of swallowed that up. And then, um. But when they swallowed it up, like, think about yeah, the women. Going to jail. Yeah, but, but no, but <laughs> think about the women that they then empowered, right? So, like, when you think about cash money, you think about Nicki Minaj as an extension of cash money, right? Like, yeah. on Young Money. She from New York, though. She's the queen. Like, when I think about Mia X, when I think about, oh, who was it? Sansa Funk, like the different people on No Limit, those folks were like, they were like a family. They yeah. were all like in the NOLA Southern folks. It wasn't like this conglomerate of folks from like oh, Toronto or from New York or like this or that. Like they were Southern ass people. I think when I was, it was weird because for me, the, the biggest Southern artist I got to when I was younger was, um, Besides Atlanta people, but it was like uh, eight ball MJG. Yes. And then three six. Yes. And I remember because I was in New York when I really started getting into three six, and there's always this bias in New York against rappers from outside. Really, it's it's like it took them a while to even respect LA. Mm-hmm. And then at that time, they said wasn't really respecting Atlanta, and then so they damn sure wasn't expect respecting nobody from Memphis, Tennessee, and the Texas, and all that. So it was weird because I was like, I had to like unlearn the biases. Because when I come home, all the people in DC was listening to nothing like 3 6 back then. Really? Yeah, DC fucked with the Southern rap heavy. It was like, you would think they would go heavy for uh, for New York, it's to a certain degree, like certain people, but really, like when I grown up, a lot of people's favorite rappers was the Ghetto Boys. Really? Like the but ghetto the Ghetto Boys, like, that's West Coast. Nah, they from Texas. Yeah, they're from. Uh, mm. You know, I don't know why. Yeah. I always thought of them as like West Coast rappers. Because I think they came out of an era where the only other rappers besides New Yorkers were from the West Coast. They came out so early in the game. Okay. So, but yeah, like, you know, it's something hidden. And like, that's when like I met people from down south. I got a friend, my man Lexi from Florida. He used to put me on the screw, screw tapes. And then that gone into a deep pit of of music listening I've been doing the last 15 years you still on screw like screw music right now yeah, yeah that that Wicked album just came out chopped up this week I heard the hills for like one minute I almost fell on my seat like Fred Sanford I was like ooh you gonna have to you gonna, you're gonna have to give your listeners some of that though seriously we are not the same I am too reckless I'm not trying to go in that direction these niggas, they've been doing too much flex. They about to call the wrong answer. And I don't got no patience, no more testing. 
I do shit how I want, don't need no bless. XO niggas ain't nothing to mess with. Nobody's stopping us from what we destined. And every and everybody around you is so basic. I'm never, I'm never rocking white, I'm like a racist. I don't, I don't drink my liquor with a chasing. And my, and money is the only thing I'm chasing. Some dope dimes on some coke lines. Give me head all night, going four times. Baby, baby girl, just wanna smoke a pound. Doing ounce, get some dick, tell the friends about. Baby girl, just wanna smoke a pound. Doing ounce, get some dick, tell the friends about. Baby girl, just wanna smoke a pound. Doing <laughs> so I don't even know I ain't even tweet about that yet. I was like, oh. Heard that. Are you sure you're not on drugs, man? Pat, you on, you on this <laughs> part or not? Nah. I'll make that part. I joke about it. Have you ever thought about how different your life would be if you were on drugs? Yeah. Because I, I, I had similar thoughts like that. Nah, I, I probably wouldn't. I probably wouldn't be as uh. I don't think I don't think I'll be as irresponsible or a person that the person that I am now. I don't think it would be good. So yeah, uh, uh-uh. uh. But man, I be listening to that chopped up music though. I be listening to that lean induced music. I like that with weed music. There's a lot of weed. With what? Weed music. <laughs> weed music. But who, I don't smoke. who do you consider to be like weed? Wiz Khalifa smoked as a. Yeah, they just rap about weed. They just rap about smoking weed. Mm. Whole albums about smoking weed. Currency. The thing with, like, with chopped up music is they're not really rapping about it, but it just seems like you listen to the album regular and it's good. But then you hear it chopped up and you're like, oh, shit. This is what is his real intention. Yeah. I'm going to be honest, though. The only chopped music that I like really like speaks to my soul, and maybe it's because I'm a slow jam kind of sore, are slow jams. Like, I get it. Like, I've heard it, like, in so many other, in, like, you know, in the rap medium. But when I hear some Isley Brothers chopped and screwed, I'm done. Mm, Like, I'm I'm done. Can you cue that up for your audience? Yeah. Will you go through that?
cheese on if you don't yeah. mind. Like, how's this group? Okay. This is like, I don't know what y'all talking about, but yeah. I know what y'all, I just haven't heard it. But chopped up, though? That, like, I mean, somebody gonna make a baby off of your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be somebody's illegitimate bastard child. They're gonna, they gonna hear it, they're gonna look up. it up. Be like, y'all don't know what y'all doing, man. <laughs> Like, do you really want to go down this hole? Because this hole right here. <laughs> yeah, but... Yeah. You're going to be responsible for a child. Yo. Like, there's a... Yeah, I still... Like, I'm still downloading mixtapes. Like, they, uh... That that new kid, Brian... Brandon Tyson, he did that song, Don't, or whatever. I don't I know. I haven't dude. heard it. He got his album. is called Trap Soul. But I ain't heard it yet. I saw they got a chocolate version called Chop Soul. I'm like, I'm just going to listen to the Chop Screw version. I'm not even going... I'm not even gonna listen to the regular version. Okay, you gonna go straight, going. straight to the. You gonna dive in, dive in, like 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 Trey songs, dive in. Okay, <laughs> I, I wish the audience could see it just the way you decided to dive in. Like he has motion, both like a backstroke, a stroke, a front stroke, and like a deep dive. <laughs> Like, oh man, this is so much dope. I can't. But like, I'm literally so excited to listen to this weekend album, Chop This Groove. I have no way. Like, it's like, this moment, I'm like, whew, like, I know that's what I'm going to listen to all next week. Interesting. Like, no, that's Will you listen to that in the office in lieu of like, okay, well, you know, I, I may be listening to my gospel, but, 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 yeah. Because I'm so excited to hear Tell Your Friends chopped up. Because that's like my favorite song on that album. Because it's just fantastic. What what do you like about the song? It's um, the production behind it, um, the sample that Mike Dean and the producer used, and the other producers you and Kanye used on that song. A little pom 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 pom, and it just like and he just sings like, yeah, and that shit, you know that Billy stuff that he's always talking about how basically he doesn't care about <laughs> nobody, but you know he's just going. He said, "F them house." He says it in a sweet way, in yeah. not a way that's like you really shouldn't be messing with me, because I'm not in a good place right now. I tell you what, anytime someone sings in either an alto or a falsetto, it don't matter what you say. Like the weekend <laughs> is the same way. He be, or I'm sorry, not the weekend, the dream. He'll talk about like beating a woman, but he sings it in falsetto, and I'm like, "Oh, you gonna pull somebody's hair?" Like, okay, like, but the falsetto sounds so good that you, honestly, you gloss right over the violence. You're like, "Oh, okay, that's cool." Yeah. Okay, yeah. so maybe I need to listen a little more closely to you what know, the weekend is saying. It's not that he's talking about like it really hurt nobody. He's really kidding. Like he's just. The weekend album is honest. It just it's really like really pop right now because that's where he chooses the one to go. But it's still the same thing he's been always singing about. He's like, I'm kind of broken inside. So you come along with this ride, you're going to get hurt. You cool with that? You. you I just on. like you make it, it sound like I'm imagining him singing like Doctor Evil quotes. <laughs> like, come on, the cat. If one of the pop, his most popular song in the hills, right? He's like, I, I, I only that's what the cat hey, is like. Pest it's kind of like that, but like, come on, the hills. I only call you when it's half past five. Like, that's kind of fucked up. Like, I only like call you AM or PM. Five, he's talking about AM because he's like, I just spent that all night. <laughs> he said, "Let me give you my leftovers, my crumbs." Like, I'm gonna call you. At five thirty in the morning, after I didn't been out already, I didn't already departed. He didn't have so much. He's like, I already slept with two other chicks tonight, so it was good. Like, it was like, that's in the lyrics. What? Yeah. That song is amazing.
Your man on the road, he doing promo. You said keep our business on the low, low. I'm just trying to get you out the friend zone. Cause you look even better than the photos. I can't find your house, send me the info. Driving through the gated residential. Find out I was coming, sent your friends home. I ain't even listen to the remix. He got a remix with like Nicki Minaj and Eminem. I ain't even listen to that version. I'm like, what are y'all guys bringing to this? It's already perfect. <laughs> you guys are good rappers, but come on. What it's are you bringing perfect. to this? <laughs> <laughs> so is he your favorite artist right now? Is the weekend? He might be my favorite singer. The weekend? Yeah, he might be my favorite singer right now. All his stuff is hot this year. I'm gonna tell He's you. He's having a good year. He is having a good year. And earned it. I know it's so commercialized, but nah, when it, I heard it, that separate, song. separate from like the Fifty Shades of Grey yeah. sound, I said, "Lord have mercy." Yeah, that's when he took it to another level. It's like, that's when it was level. next level. He was like, "Yeah," I was like, "And again, that's a." But now he wasn't misogynistic it. on that. No, which is funny because from what I hear about the story of that story of that story it's just like right really like fucked up ass story I thought he could have went harder yeah. but it was like one of those things where he's like I'm gonna give you compliment after compliment he's like I'm not gonna give you regular weekend I'm gonna flip it because this story actually Fifty Shades of Grey is regular the weekend so I'm gonna give you a song that's not regular weekend that's the way I took it but yeah, that song is dope the video is great too I didn't see the video see I'll be watching that watch the video yeah right yeah <laughs> <laughs> the video might have been too much for me. No, I just him chilling in a suit and they got like these girls doing stuff and it's just like, you know, uh, it's I, like I mean, I'm just not, I'm really not interested in music videos these days. I it never see anything good. different, right? I don't see anything that is like, I mean, really music videos are anticlimactic, all of them. It's like, I see you singing the song. Well, what difference does it make, right? You got a couple of girls, it's like maybe body rolling in the back. But sometimes you gotta look at genres outside of uh, outside of like rap or whatever. They got more interesting videos. But actually, most of the weekends videos have like these grand connecting stories. As of late, I'm just saying. Oh, no, no, no. Kendrick Lamar's videos is pretty interesting, especially yeah. like the. Um, I just think given the budget, yeah. As of late, like yeah. people can't do a whole lot, and some of the I just find to be kind of trite. Like it's like these storylines that are like. Um, would make for a bad movie sequence, right? Yeah. Like, look at this post more video. I like this song by Iverson, but this video is kind of bad. Right. He in this dirty-ass t-shirt. He is. With these dirty-ass braids in the desert, doing willies, you know what I mean? Kicking up dust. Now, when do you know people are out there like... It's just unbelievable. This this video is really silly to watch with those now. I've never seen shit in my life. Yo, who is this person? Post Malone has that song called White Iverson. And I just want Post Malone to redo his braids. So, seriously, it's a song. 
basically wanting to be like Allen Iverson. <laughs> Iverson got his braids redone every That's every, hour. every He's year. He never had dusty ass braids, and never he always cleaned up his beard. So guess what, Post, you ain't gonna make it. Yeah, <laughs> ain't gonna make it. Man. Two thumbs down. And you done found a white know. basketball? Like, come on, Post. Yeah, what, what type? Yo, can of, what's we the talk about white there? rappers though? <laughs> as a collective, who do you want to talk about though? He was on all of all of them as a group. Okay. White rappers. Machine Gun Kelly. Who else? I don't know no Machine Gun Kelly songs. I don't have a B for Machine Gun Kelly. I feel like he's in his lane and he stays in it. What's his lane? Whatever he does. Somewhere between know. punk and rap? Right. Yeah. Okay. He can have all that. He okay. can have that. Repping his city. Please. But what about like yeah. what about like Iggy Azalea, right? Who, oh, she's, we she's can't. Terrible. We can't. I mean, we'll just that use her as the example for what I'm talking about. Because you don't have to talk about her, but she, we'll use her as we the can. example for what we're talking about. Well, what I'm talking about, which is where she has X speaking voice and then Y rapping voice. The white people are rap, huh? Yo. I want to cover all white people in the same blank. It's not about them being white. It's about the culture. It's about you being of the culture. You don't have to be a black person to be of the culture. But if you step into the culture and profit off the culture without adding anything, it's like gentrification, right? Like, I don't mind the whitening of the neighborhood, but add to the neighborhood and the residents that are there. Don't push them out. They don't profit off of the work they put in that they're not making money on. Just like we talked about with Twitter. Like, you don't own it. You're driving it, but what good is it doing you if you don't own it, if you aren't benefiting from the work you're putting into it? Yeah. That's my problem with... It's not so much with rap music, but... with As far as the musicians. But the money is being made by the execs. And that was illustrated... No more clearly than a straight out of cop. They're like they captured it perfectly. Yeah, dude. Jerry that, he said, "I don't know anything about rap, but I know y'all gonna make a lot of money, and I want parts." That's yeah. all it was. And I, I, I'd expand that. Like I have an issue with anyone who makes money off of black culture, black men, black, black anything. I think that's why I have an issue with the Kardashians. Why I have an issue with the Miley Cyrus of the world. With is. Iggy, whatever the hell her name is. Um, there are several things that are outside of even just music that is really bothersome to me. Um, I think the question is, and you put this quite well, like, what are you doing to then add to the culture? You want to take from the culture, you want to profit off the culture. How are you adding to it? Can I ask a real ass question right now? Why do we have this problem with the Miley Cyrus and the Iggy Azalea and all those people you mentioned? But not with Drake. Because he's black. He mix, but he black. You listen to Logic? Yeah. Kid from here, from Maryland? Yeah, he's good. He's pretty good. Yeah. Okay. But he's he's like just as black, you know, like as as Drake, as J. Cole. Like they got like the black dad and the white mom, right? Oh, he got he got he mixed? Yeah. I ain't but know like, he's mixed. But he looks white. He looks straight up. You look white like my man Lil Dicky right there. He made this video for free. I know. This song is fucked up. He asked to pick up. Use someone's house. Everything he's going to do. Yeah, who that? 
Just to flex on them, we ain't really got it like ya I'm a type of motherfucker that'll check the check Do the math, I ain't never getting robbed Those margaritas not gone on my car I ain't about to split a damn thing for convenience sake I'm at the restaurant working that way Holla, you ain't heard a little day, young elder Jew biz major Fuck you know about the world he raised in I've been saving money since a motherfucker 13 I wear the same pair of jeans every day Sandwich is homie, two stamps away Book flight December, but I leave in May Drugs are generic, but still work the same I get logins for Netflix for my cousin Greg Thanks, Greg That's what I got, nigga. All of my bitches be scared of me. I put that rod on them. All of them bitches acting thoughtless. I disregard them. All of them bitches acting holy. Ain't got no God in them. I can teach a little nigga something like a preacher. I can take his ass to church fresh as hell. No east. I can make his ass burp like a baby without no hickle. I get Quan. What does this have to do with saving money, though? You know what? A full verse would have been too expensive, anyways. I ain't parking at unless to meet a gray, homie. Haircut several months in between, homie. Hit the motherfucking lights when I leave, homie. Why is this shit cool? Because, well, his, his, his entire album is a comedy rap album. Why That's it? why it's cool. Why is it cool to make a comedy rap album? Let me tell you what's cool because about Because other people suck when they make comedy rap albums. I'm going to tell you what I like about this and what where I think we stand to gain, like, as black people. Number one... I think Kanye put it best. Like, you get some money, you go buy some stuff you don't really need. This man is okay with saying, like, I ain't really worried about it. He said he has folks with money, but he doesn't need to ask them for it. Everything that he has in this video is something he's either asked to borrow or to use just for, you know what I mean, for the amount of time. The name of the song is Save That Money. It's and the he point saved. where he's like, I have to figure out to make... The, the, the whole connotation of the record is... Going against like why are we why are, why are we spending money on videos? So that goes into talking that? about spe- why your thing is why is he even critiquing? That's exactly why. Why is he problem. as a white dude now you even step critiquing into the culture? Why are you critiquing us and critique it and 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 question things that are done and say I have a better way of doing what you're doing. That's so like oh all of y'all are wrong for liking. This. That's a valid point ideas. because is I don't know. Go ahead. Because there's a point in which. I want something like Lord Jamar. No, no. In terms of, there's a point where I think he's actually a good rapper and I find his album hilarious. But there is a point where it can hit a, a tipping point where like T-Pain is letting them film parts of his video. And, and T-Pain obviously paid like, for his, for his video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you heard so, what I said? Who do I blame? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then like, who do I blame? Rich Homie Kwan is on the song and Fetty Wap is on the song. So at a certain point, and there's a point in which he blows up with this rap of essentially not only making fun of his whiteness by saying look at how frugal and stuff I am or his white Jewishness of being look how frugal I am or blah 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 but also critiquing our thing that's like my problem I had with the Lord song Royals mm-hmm. you really listen to the lyrics mm-hmm. she's critiquing hip hop and it's just like A you're 17 B how dare you critique people who never had shit who gets to have shit? If you're going to talk about, we finally got something. And I and listen, I understand that my. But this really I think my one critique of this and and what he's attempting to show is that I'm not sure that there is. Mm, I don't know 
what black man could walk up to someone's house in Bel Air <laughs> and say, do you mind if I shoot a music video here? <laughs> Rich homie, privilege. Like, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's a type video. of privilege that you get that he's not acknowledging by saying, look at all the free stuff that I can get. And just I can have I'm this right. yeah. just because people trust me with their stuff. In a way, they're never going to trust you with your stuff. Man. Yo, fuck this dude. <laughs> I can't even like, hear I the got, song. Like, he got Mark Cuban in there. I can't even hear the song that I don't a, like. It's it. such a funny song. But wait, but wait. What's up with Drake, though? What's your issues with Drake? Yeah, what's My issue with Drake is pretty simple. But he did have these white girls with little booties in here. I can respect that. Well, like he went and got no big booty girl, black girls on here. He went and got some. There was big booty black girls in the scene. No, no, no. Where? I, I missed it. That's from T Pain video. That's from like it's literally like all the black, all the black chicks are for other people's videos. It ain't like he's slapping a black girl, big booty black girl. He done got some moderate size asses, <laughs> and, and they are now like you know part of his video. Fuck this dude. <laughs> I didn't know that you were You know what You know what Like I know I called you an asshole earlier And I meant it But like this You're redeeming yourself a bit By like, like being so militant I got like I five or six things it. in life I really care about And you'll get me like Railed up about them Alright let's go This is one Little Dicky or just culture I, I want to hear this thing about the Drake though I want to hear go. I want to hear a real serious right, thing about I'm telling you right I, now I, 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 I love hearing critiques about, about Aubrey. I like to call him by his I'm telling you right now. His mother name. Mother name Aubrey. People got a problem with Iggy Azalea. Okay. Because she's from Australia and she speaks like an Australian person. Okay. But she raps with a black scent. Okay. Remember the black scent from Howard Stern? He like, yeah. come on, they say, oh, <laughs> I can't even do this shit. But white people do like an exaggerated black voice. If you could, like during this when you're editing, go to the Dancing with Stars like that whole clip so she's like rapping in this black scent her mic messes up and she's like guys what happened what the fuck and it's like like the juxtaposition between the two things just shows it, like that ain't really you go find that clip please show your eyes you have a problem with that? I do Drake does the same exact thing the exact same thing really? except he doesn't speak the same in the same voice he, rap, he raps like he's from Memphis I don't from Houston. Does. Or from like which depending on the song he's on, he'll rap like he's from Atlanta. I don't yeah. I don't but, but he I don't does nec- not speak like that. I I don't necessarily feel that way. One, because I don't feel like he's a hard rapper. I think Iggy Azalea with her mannerisms, with her like her intonation, like all of those things is like Why don't like that injury. He does I, co-op flows and regions. Okay, but flows and regions, but there's enough diversity in them that it's not as if it's for me, there's not that same hard line where I am purposely trying to act as if I am something that I'm not. I think what he has many people have acknowledged is that he's the soft rapper, right? I sing, I might do a hotline, like bling dance, like whatever else. He's never come off as the hardcore rapper. If he was someone trying to rap like a TI or something, I feel a certain way. I'm not I talking about his content. To you. I'm not talking about his content at all. I'm talking about the way he sounds. I'm talking about the way he sounds. I just don't feel that like, way. He raps like a black person from this area. And he is not that person. He speaks okay. like a white person from Toronto. Give me an example. Okay. Well, yeah, he does. Well, yeah, he, he 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 speaks like he was raised by a, a Jewish mother in Canada. <laughs> like, no, no, no. no. I'm saying, give me an example does. of a rap. Like, simple. I don't feel like he's a hardcore. He, he doesn't I'm not sound like a. Content. He I'm doesn't sound even in his flow. He does not sound like a hardcore rapper. I'm not talking about him being hardcore. 
He I'm brought about him sounding Rocky. like but I would people say this, from a region. What about ASAP Rocky, who is from Harlem, New York, and sounds like he come from Houston? He raps like he's from Houston. But this is why this is why I would draw the distinction. Or like a fatty wop. This is why I draw the distinction with him as well. They don't change it up. They grew up listening to that music, and now they rap like that music. You feel like you think Drake didn't Drake has switched it up. I remember Drake comeback season. First time I heard Drake was on a fucking Trey Dude, Songs wow, track. You going back? Go comeback season. I first heard him on a Trey Songs track. <laughs> what was that song? Something girl. Tra- replacement girl. Well, replacement girl. I <laughs> and I look and I listened to it and I was like, this must be Trey Songs. Whack can homeboy. You, can you cue that up too? Because I don't even I gotta remember find that. Song. Best, best hook of all time on that song. Replacement girl. So if you play it, enjoy the hook. Best hook of all time. Let me show you what it is. I was birthed up top, I was raised at the bottom of the map where the girls all. Thick and the hottest to grab if you're looking for the good and we got him in a trap like took it from white snakes to this metaphor might sound a little confusing but y'all really how to come a long way from a day's end and other hotels that i stayed in i took a lifestyle from mediocre to good and that would say it's sitting at amazing girls trying to sell whole lobby us hear them all screaming and it's probably us but i can't blame females females can't really ignore something that's obvious what you really expect when i strut through town two or three days i shut you down chilling with the homie trey songs you call him a prince he read two up two down anyone i know get used to me i'm far from the man that i used to be and i don't ever really kick game i know you find it oppressive whenever you introduce to me because i'm a good dude take pride in that need good love and i'm providing that understand that i'm worldwide you get it how you want it wherever you be residing at because i do things from the m town to the uk and from spain back out to texas this album for my fans but yo this hook is for my this ex is you had your chance, now it's gone. Oh, for you. you had the main, now you don't. Now you don't. Back to the basics, I think I made it. Now just make some noise if you wanna be my replacement, girl. Ain't you never seen a young and so fly? Looking for something your type. I done left behind the love of my life. Trying to find another one tonight. And if it's you, baby, let yourself be seen. Don't matter, skirts. Trey songs. I was like, this must be Trey's whack homeboy who we just said, yeah, I'll give you a verse. We're gonna skip it every fucking time, but you can have. Do you mind if we list? Can I pull that up? Because I gotta, I gotta remember to but be able to intelligently comment. Then from there, I heard him on a track with Little Brother. And he yeah. was rapping like he was a backpacker from North Carolina. Yeah, because he was a fan. And then I heard him on a track with Elza. And he was rapping like he was a backpacker from Detroit. And then I heard him on a track with Lil Wayne. He rapped. And he was, he was rapping also, like yeah. un- a, a sober Lil Wayne. And he, he was right for Wayne then, too. So, yeah. He's able to follow flow, so there's a point in which he sounds just like Kirk Banks. There's a period which he's just straight up. Or the Migos. Look at like, like people well, yeah, are finally calling him out on it now because they're like, oh, you jumped on the Migos song and then you did six songs like the Migos and then like you know borrowed their their wave. But you can say this is the thing is that what people didn't like to talk about if you listen to Gangsta Booth is that Migos flow is Lord Infamous flow from three six. Uh, so they ain't create that flow. Yeah, I mean no, it's new. But, it's not yeah, doing this, huh? but that's true. But he took the thing is they benefited greatly off of him. Explain to me how that's different from what Iggy Azalea does by rapping like she's from Atlanta and speaking like she's from Australia and and not even just rapping like she's from Atlanta, but intentionally co-opting 
the most stereotypical aspects of being a female rapper from Atlanta? I think I think it. And how is that different from what Drake does? So perhaps perhaps it's different. Like if Iggy picked up several different ways and mannerisms, like if it wasn't just like I'm going to be this hardcore rapper from Atlanta, if it were I'm going to be this surfer girl from like in a in a similar way that Miley Cyrus is, right? Like people don't go as hard on Miley Cyrus because she has shown herself to be a chameleon as they go on in Iggy Azalea, who has shown herself to be like, I'm going to particularly try try to be one particular way. In the same way, Drake has, if I concede with your conclusion that he's definitely picked up and attempts to be like different types of folks within like whatever genre is hot at the time, like he's been several different people. He's not trying to act as if he is all of one way. And Iggy has. Does that make sense? I know what you're saying. Yeah. The thing of it is, he sings always the same way. Right? And I, I feel like... When he decides to sing, it's always... Because that's what he... Half really, his shit is singing. That's really what he was trying to do. He really wanted to come out here and sing. Half his shit is singing. So, yeah. So, it's like... I'm going to do this. This is my only request. Mount Olympus by Big Crit. Play that for the people, please. Five am seeing a swirl. Country niggas snap. Thought they wanted trap. Thought they wanted bass. Thought they wanted Miley. Thought they wanted drink. Fuck them niggas. Now they wanna hear a country nigga rap. Five I'm seeing, I swear a country nigga snap. Thought they wanted gold. Thought they wanted shine. Thought they wanted radio. Big make up your mind. Officer attention, I don't even know what I might do with it. That control beat is like a ugly bitch that everybody done fuck wrong. Maybe you hit it. Oh man, I'm on concern why niggas been texting my cell, calling my phone, ask me about this kind of shit. They ain't even really diss me on, I ain't thrown all well, this propaganda. And I want the people to know there's a particular section in that song that is about Drake. If it's not specifically about Drake when Big Crit wrote it, he's referring to Drake. And that's and that's really my thesis. That section of my Olympus is my thesis. But we can take another place where the, like, let's take the white dudes straight out of Compton, for example, right? White dude says, I don't know anything about rap, but I know y'all gonna make a lot of money, and I wanna, I wanna be behind it so that I can, you know, get 85% of that. I ain't mad at Jerry. What if that same white dude just put his son out there and get 100%? Why does your hat go higher into the side when you feel like? <laughs> when I feel like, like, <laughs> like, like you feel like you've gotten yet. Like as right? my no, as my like, words it's so get big. It's, like, it's so funny. It's about where my, my words like, get big, like, like Ti. It's like a Ti thing. It's like yeah, it's like a Ti. Like you came in, your words get bigger. Like super down. Your hat goes like, you know. what I'm saying? Okay. That's it's serious business. It's like I turn into Clifford. This is why, like. I wish that your your show was recorded like video. full body. Yeah, it was video. video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really wish because folks need to see like this whole transition. Like the animation. I don't get animated often, so yeah, I feel you. But yeah, that that current criticism you have of, of the people like just now, it's, but it's it's been something that what gets him by is his his use of melodies, his use of yeah, good music. It's like, good music. The songs like there's a certain point I was like I don't know about 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 Aubrey. Then there was one point where I got to take care. I'd be like, alright. But there was a certain point where it was just like, 
like when you first heard if you're reading it, it's already too late. The beginning of the album, the first song, Legend. I, mean, I love this song. He's a good song. He's rapping straight like Kirk Bangs. And then this half the song is Party Next Door. So like, so Party Next Door is on the album. Party Next Door got his own lanes. But when they're together, Drake essentially becomes Party Next Door. Or when he's with The weekend, he can't actually totally do The weekend because The weekend is that singular of an entity that like you can't really copy him so but it's just it's, it's exactly what you're saying he's able to do that like well that's his skill his skill is to completely because let's be honest is that a real skill modern drake that's not a real skill his well in terms of selling shit is his modern drake, no you just are yeah. marketable yeah his, his drake skill drake is as we is is a perfected version of 808's heartbreak it's like if anyways a heartbreak Polished version. Yeah, if anyways a heartbreak was a Pokemon, that motherfucker's Charizard of that shit. Like Kanye put this out, like I was hurt. I made this dope ass album that I really shouldn't be singing on, but I got it out of me. Is that a good thing? Is anyways a heartbreak supposed to be polished? No, because if you ask me to perfect it, if you ask me the perfected version, it's Kid Cudi. And Cuddy is not yeah. polished at all. Yeah. He's entirely emotional. Especially Man on the Man 1 and 2. Right. Ooh, entirely expressive <laughs> and emotional. So if I come to you and I'm like, oh, I'm a polished version, a cleaned up version of 808's Heartbreak, like, that's not what it's supposed to be. You just monetize, you commercialize it. He made it the pop, the pop version of it. He's a pop artist. Aubrey Drake Graham is a pop artist. I agree 100%. He makes some great pop music. But I'm never putting him as like, yo, he's one of the best rappers ever. He's not. He's not a rapper. This is like, hey, I listen to hell out of his music. It sounds great through the chop. If you think about what certain rappers, particularly like the most talented of them, right? What they put their white, rich execs it through. It really is. To Do you get, all to get hear the money? anything else? <laughs> I'm sure you right now. I need another song. <laughs> oh, yeah, you could just One play. wish, though. This just came out. Lord Jesus. We ain't talking about Ray J and his messed up ass. I fucks with Ray J. Ray J, I don't fuck Ray J is a funny dude, yo. You heard what he told me? He said he's gonna send some dudes to rape fabulous shit. He said booty goes. <laughs> He said, he, he said, I'm going to send some booty goals. Who, Ray J? Ray J he said he was going to send some... Indoor pool and an outdoor pool. <laughs> you mean Moesha Lil' Brother? <laughs> he had an indoor basketball court and an outdoor basketball court. Moesha Lil' Brother? Yes. Brandon he said, brother. He said he's going to send some booty goals to Ray Fabulous. I just felt it. See, I gotta you. turn it. I gotta turn it to Vince Staples or y'all that like that. You like you like keeping up with the Kardashians. You like Kanye West. You like you like for the love of hip hop. You Who Ray J. We wouldn't have that for oh, Ray, Ray J. J. <laughs> I wouldn't go to Kanye bar, but yeah, we are Ray no. J. Kanye was already out there before Ray J got that sex. Well, well, Ray J is connected. He's connected to all that. Yes, that is true. And their issue with them too, because for some reason they only fuck rappers and, and basketball. I mean, it was the one before it was famous. I cannot. <laughs> I cannot with the Kardashians. <laughs> I cannot with the fact that Lamar Odom, and as basketball fans, you all should be saying something about this, that every time his name is mentioned, it is associated with Khloe Kardashian. He's the first this man, I don't give a 
Like this man right here has a legacy that is outside of these hoes. But he ruined it. I don't care. That's I don't I care. I don't find her to be relevant. Like I do think that they let me tell you, I was praying for him to pull through, honestly, for two reasons. Number one, because I want him to live. Number two, because I hope he lives long enough to tell exactly what the hell they did to him. The fact that he had threatened like a long time ago, he said, y'all keep messing with me. I'm going to tell the world what's really going on. They done messing people up. And I have no doubt that Kris Jenner is the machine behind like oh, all the other stuff that's going on. She's the biggest pimp of the last She is the biggest pimp. The fact that your daughter has a sex tape out and then you you suggest to her, you suggest, you suggest that she goes and then does a Playboy shoot. Well, on one hand, you just told her that she needs to clean up her image. On the other hand, you got her posing naked. What the hell is it? So the fact that then Lamar Odom, all of a sudden he says he starts having issues finding a team, like da da da. He's a dope athlete. Now I don't doubt that he has his own issues and demons. Crack okay. I don't doubt that. Hard to play basketball, you how crack. I hear you, but so I do. What got him on that crack though? Well, I, I, I think he. Honestly, no. They said like people to his family, like the the drug thing goes deep from his neighborhood. I think it does. I think it does. But here's my thing: it was super convenient when the rest of the world knew about it. I think he's probably had drug issues from way back when. But yeah, all of a yeah. sudden, think about this: all of a sudden, when him and Chloe, it's time for a divorce or their divorce proceeding. All of a sudden. Every demon and dark cloud in his in his background starts coming out. Now all of a sudden the media knows about this drug addiction, knows about that. And you can't tell me that's nobody else but Chris Jenner trying to ruin his reputation and trying to give grounds for Chloe to divorce him and get hella money. I don't like it's it's sickening. Well it's kinda of, if you look I at can't. it just like uh, I can't, I get I can't. Cause even you think about what like you talk what? about things that get you hot, that gets me hot. You like Courtney's baby daddy, Scott. Like he's fucked up in the game too. Is he? Yeah, but he's he now. a smart one. He's oh. crazy addicted. He got crazy like alcoholic problems and drug problems. But here's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that these people. Like, what are they people, doing to these men? <laughs> their lives. What are they doing? And I'm not saying that these people don't have the issues. I'm just wondering if it's exacerbated and if it is publicized to the extent that there may be an issue and then it is made number one public. Like you can't tell me that all of a sudden these people had issues. I think that you all hid the issues and then when it was convenient for either divorce proceedings or child custody battles or whatever else, all of a sudden the media starts giving these negative reports about their bad character traits. The same thing with Chris Humphreys. He's all good. He's a, he's a, you know what I mean, a stellar man until Kim Kardashian don't want him no more. And then all of a sudden he's this and he's that, every bad thing. Same thing with Lewis. Hello? He never yeah. got all the way in. So he's kinda straight yeah. now. He's able to bounce out. He's yeah. able to bounce out. He ain't get in like a mom. Right. But you can't tell me. And I like I said, I hope that he I know that she's there for him now, right? And I, I almost wonder if it's like hush money line. Really? Okay. Whatever. It it <laughs> She went to, because I say I saw she went to go visit uh, James Harden. Here's my thing. I think it, I, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. It's in her. Get out of there, James, if you're listening. Get out of there. Yo, I warned Lamar Odom on Twitter like five years ago. Bro. <laughs> no, but seriously, it's in her best interest. It's in my archive. I said, get out of there, bro. <laughs> At real Lamar Odom. And he done 
once. Did you really? Yes. <laughs> it, it I don't remember why. Something happened. But real talk, it's at this current time, it's in Get her. Out of here, James. It's in her best French. interest to act as if, even feign as if she cares about him, right? Because she don't want him blowing up. There's nobody. I think Rob Kardashian want to be out for help. Want to be out the family. They don't they, go on TV. The brothers don't go on TV that much. They're like, eh. the brothers like, no, nah, because he know how messy the family is, how group women is, and so I think, particularly for Lamar, he's like, I don't know what to do. So at this point, Chloe's like, let me be there for him. Let, let me support him. Let me feed him applesauce or whatever else, so that if he does get better, he doesn't tell our secrets. Because I can then say like, but I was down for you. I helped you when you ain't had nobody. I put you on my medical insurance because that's purportedly why they stopped the divorce proceedings so that he could then go on her insurance. Wow. I think they're attempting to do that as Hushman. I think it's good for him, but I want I want it to she come out. More than he does right now. Yeah. At this point. So it's not so much. At this problem. point, but she got a lot of his money. You know, they had like something in their prenup where if it was a certain amount of years, I want to say five years or less. Then she stood to gain X amount of money. If there was any cheating, I want to say it was millions of dollars that she stood to gain. Each year that they were married, she gained more and more money. Yeah, it's kind of weird. They actually, a mess. They a hot ass mess. I said weird it here that first. No one really attacked her for not being there in the beginning. No, they it did was, though. They weren't attacking like they was attacking. Like people was coming out like, "Yo, how come Kobe ain't dead? Like the fuck is Kobe so Kobe?" Well, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. But people was going at Kobe like. I'm gonna say this. It was P who did it, and you know I've been all throughout this all throughout the show. I've been talking about how messy. I thought it was messy of him. I think he was trying to talk and just be like very open with like his feelings or whatever else. But it was because there was another big name celebrity that went after Kobe. Otherwise, nobody would have thought about like, why isn't Kobe there for Lamar? It wasn't that. It was that Master P like surfaced that energy. Yeah. And as a result, it was all little like, yeah, It was all a little like, it was bad. That wasn't, that wasn't right, P. Kobe did everything. You better than that, P. There's only so much you can do. Right. But at the same time, Lamar Odom willingly went into that situation he did. and did not heed my advice. That's right. That's and he stayed there. What can you do? I'm sure Kobe gave his two cents. Like, yeah, yo, we go messing with them. Get them, out of there, dog. Messing with sex houses with them with them drugs, bro. <laughs> that was bad. That was such a bad look. And Dennis Hoffman, though. Dennis Hoffman, he is the slimiest of slime. So he got on several like news outlets, Breakfast Club, Nancy Grace. He wanted to tell I think he was on Wendy Williams calling in. He was like, let me show you the two women, right, that he was with. It was these trashy ass women. I'm telling you, people that look like they was on the street corners of Fifth and K. Transvestite looking women. And that's <laughs> really- <laughs> No shots at uh, Chloe. No shots at <laughs> No shots at Chloe. My maybe, point is maybe he got type. Type. Maybe he well, that's another thing that Maybe was like in broad shoulders. That was in the media as well, though, that he had actually talked about add, adding an, another woman. Now, Dennis Hoffman, who I don't trust, he had produced some paperwork that says that Lamar Odom wanted a third woman who was a transvestite, and they were what? only in negotiation. Paperwork. What kind of places this? They got paperwork for that. It was a real brothel. Have it you was not in the seen Pips that? Up, holes down movie. You know what I'm saying? Like, Wait, it's on that's HBO. What, but that's the cat it's house. Like the cat, yeah, the cat yeah, house. Yeah. Have you watched it on HBO? Where was he in the vibe? 
Uh, he was in Reno, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right, yeah okay, then, so yeah, you can pick your flavor. Yeah, right? they got. Oh, yeah. I didn't know he was in. He wanted the daughter. Now. And so he had two women. Actually, he had contracted these women for an entire week. Two women. Yeah, that's a lot of bread. That yeah. it was seventy thousand dollars. Apparently, because he never paid, Dennis Hoffman told Chloe and and the rest of the Kardashians, "You better you pay up. You owe us money." If that's still your husband, then you're on the hook or we're going to so- sue you. Like, that's just it. My women need their paper. That's real. He's a pimp. I need my cut. He's I need my cut. He really, really is. Legal, too. <laughs> Legal with his pimping. But, but my he point is He might not beat this gender, though, in that pimping game. He might not win. Well, well <laughs> Chris, Chris done got, yeah, like, it's putting everybody on. I wouldn't be surprised if Northwest got a contract. Yeah, it's being managed now. Like Maybe. all those little tutu dresses and all these other pictures Yo, that are being shown up. Did see this thing with Northwest telling the paparazzi no pictures? No pictures. Oh, yeah. That shit made me sad, yo. Why? Because you don't want her taking, picture taken? They stay taking her picture. Like, I don't want her to have to like live like that. She's Too late. three years old. Too late. That sucks, yo. For who? For her. She's a baby. She ain't worried about it. She was. She told no pictures. She said no pictures. She was Here's stressed. Here's my thing. Here's my thing. There, you can't be stressed about no, 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 no. But like at the end of the day, there are going to be many luxuries that Northwest is affording because of who she is. Yeah. And if your downside is you got some pictures being taken, I just don't know. Like, nah, yeah. I, I hear you. I hear you. That's it's like cool. pick your poison. But she also ain't that kid in the hood that can't afford ballet. That happened on a ballet that's every day. True. That's true. Living her life. Because Kanye's like, you gonna learn all these arts. I'm telling Kanye, you. Kanye, you learn every art. Let me, let me be honest. I tried to do ballet. We couldn't afford it back in the day. I couldn't be, Listen, yeah. I never realized my full potential as a ballet, you know what I mean, dancer, because we couldn't afford it. Northwest gets to afford it. So, I, I You would have traded the ballet lessons I, for like people all in your goddamn face all day maybe I can't tell now I can't tell now because look at my life I work hard Northwest won't ever have to work hard a day in her life if she doesn't want to but everybody's struggle is different that's what I'm saying struggle is relative it's very relative pick your poison I'm saying you don't have a choice oh well and oh, like, yeah. well, you know what I mean? Like, Northwest will never have to understand, like, she'll never have to think about, like, what does it feel like not to eat? What does it feel like to be, like, you know what I mean, not have clothes? What's there are certain, like, struggles she ain't never got to feel. Sure. Yes, she will feel like, what does it feel like to have people in my face all the time? Well, fuck. Okay, feel it. Well, like, I, do, I don't know. I do like to compare her. Yeah, this is like, not compare her, but it's interesting to see her grow up that way. And... Blue Ivy, like I don't like. First of all, we rarely see Blue Ivy. Boom, and she don't even have to say no pride. She might not even know how to say that yet. The real you, <laughs> you safeguard your kid's childhood. I don't know if it's safe. I want to know. Is like no. <laughs> but here, here's what they say, particularly about the like Kim Kardashians of the world. I've heard that it's like certain stars calling up paparazzi saying yeah. we're gonna be at this location. Yeah. There are certain restaurants that they go to. In California, that they're infamous for having pots of paparazzi stake out. That being said, I don't know if it's Blue Ivy, like you know, a factor of her parents just choosing to be more private. Her parents have real talent. I hear you, but what I'm saying is, <laughs> they can get attention I, by being talented. I'm not sure that it's a factor of like 
you know, Northwest saying she, you know, she's constantly being stalked by the paparazzi or her parents calling the paparazzi or her, or her grandma, I'll whatever you want to call her. I mean, her mother and her grandmother. Because you've seen the way Kanye acted in regards to paparazzi. Right. Because he walks in the side by accident. He's throwing, he's getting in court cases. Clearly, he I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. He can get, get attention on his talent. He don't, I, th- I, think he, I think he can't. could. I think he could, but there's some. There's something about him and his. his he willingly got in there. He willingly got in there. Get out of there, yay. There are some people. There are some people. Get out of there, Yeezy. Like, I'm never gonna be with a Kim Kardashian type. He's the type of person that's like, I'm gonna be with Kim Kardashian, and I'm gonna take she, all this on. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take it all on, and Yo. when she decides to have some type of salacious cover, I'm going to further publicize that cover. Yo. That doesn't strike me as a man who's like, let me keep a low profile. Yo. He like, he willingly got in there. This was ten dollars. He broke the net this time. Like, get the fuck out of here. Just to see the concept and action. Let me say, let me right? say. Yeah, it was ten dollars on Amazon. I was like, fuck it, I got ten dollars. This is one of my one of my favorite tweets. Sandwich and fries. She could never get ten dollars from me. This bitch could never get ten dollars from me. In fact, the fact that I'm like going through this you're interested she's I am a, she is she's a uh, she's a she polarizing is. figure she's she a lightning rod she is you can't help but have an opinion it's a crazy idea to me they're, they're to make the, a book all publicity is good publicity is, is their mantra I just know heifers like this I know Armenian other type mixed chicks no shots she at is, the Armenians <laughs> no shots at anybody but I no know shots. these non-black ass girls that are like I'm special because I'm other get the fuck out of no. here like I just yeah. don't I it gets me angry it gets me angry as a chocolate girl it's like I gotta be doper than dope but this heifer looking like she ain't slept in days she looks cheap she looks slutty she looked like I could find her in the Bronx on the side of the street prostituting and for whatever reason she is super dope to people cause she's other that's other. like man it's my, my dudes I man she's so that's my dudes my peers do that do that they go my, my girl is my girl is Black and, and Chinese, Chinese, shit. and we gonna have some babies with <laughs> baby hairs that lay all the way down. And <laughs> you bring it down, the baby, baby hairs. hairs it's gonna be like one of those situations, and her eyes might be slanted. Her hair wheel. <laughs> Get the fuck! Like I can't. Yo, not. man, I feel you, yo. <laughs> And here's my thing. This heifer ain't got real hair, real eyelashes, real nothing either. Real so cakes. The fact, so, so the a fact. Cake's hello, hello. Ain't got no real ass, no real breasts. So the fact that you guys look at this as like what is supposed to be exemplary, and it's supposed to be like I need a other chick because she's all of these other things, she but, she really, but she really, but she really ain't not. all these other she things. It's 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 preposterous. And you guys may be the anomaly, but I'm telling you, if I if I had a dime for every single time somebody said Kim or another other light girl was like dream girl because they wanted babies with baby hers that lay down, I would I'd be a rich but ass that's, woman. Yeah, that's changing though. Because of her. Know. We need her. Because now that is changing. I don't know either. If you look at the younger ones, Kylie and them, like people don't fuck with that. They like when she comes with these Who don't? Who don't? 
Okay. People don't they she gets Hold backlash on. for that when she comes out with the like twerking and all that. Says People don't her, that. Says her four point six million followers. Who does not? Well, she's not says Tiger. Follow. The not Kylie, says Tiger. A follower the Kylie thing is actually to me is like literally one of the saddest things I've watched in the last eighteen months. A tw- first of all, a rapper. A grown ass man. He's a fucking weirdo. Left his wife, uh, uh, black his girlfriend, his girlfriend, baby mama though, right? He got a kid with her, right? Baby mama. He left her to hang out with a girl that was in high school, and to have a relationship with her that was not only condoned by her parents, one of which was going through a transition from one identity to another. But she. She was busy. You know who Tiger is, though. But Tiger is the nigga next to White Iverson in that video. <laughs> but also, like the Tiger's the, the entry that, pass. That, there's that other like rappers was like the when Kanye was like that is cool. Like he put it, he put it in early. I'm like, bruh, that is like molestation <laughs> yeah, on like the, the yo. But like, let me tell you, terrible and grooming. This is, I want like, I want to be honest though, like Julian, to be honest, and we got to keep it all the way real. I can't with Tiger far before that, right? Way so he that. he met Black China, yeah, and even though point, Black, no point ever even though Black China though, even though Black China is a Black woman, the fact that you met somebody at the strip club, you Drake. wanted to wife her, right? Drake. You had a baby with, like, it's one of those situations where like. Uh, you like a sauce walker for me too. <laughs> I mean, honestly, you place value and importance on the things you want to. I'm never gonna have a man like Tiger because you gotta like an intellectual to want to be with me. The fact that he likes the stripper and I'm gonna wife her, it's not. It's not super far from wanting a 17 year old that has notoriety and is popular. I don't think that that's like. So that's why I wasn't surprised by Tiger. Everybody holding him to this high esteem. I don't get it. I Why? Was, he was, ain't never shown good judgment before. No. I was just more shocked that everybody was okay with it. Like, she's literally a child. Who was okay with it? Was okay. Her family? The other people around her. Like, no, like, yo, like. They had no morals. It's about publicity. The fact, the fact that you would let like your 17 year old, though, this is real talk. The fact you let your 17 year old be in magazine, magazine shoots with no clothes on. Whatever else, you're not trying to protect their innocence. It's not about that. It's like I'm sure Chris Jenner was somewhere like, you know what I mean, like the the evil chemist, right? <laughs> like super excited. This is what I imagine. Super excited by the fact that the story about her daughter Kylie and Tyga, like that story blowing up, was like, oh, she got a number of hits because of this. She probably appreciated the notoriety that yeah. Kylie and Tyga was getting. She was like, oh, this just means she's going to be an even bigger star than Kim. Right. I'm waiting for the sex tape. Kylie and Tyga's sex tape. Tell me when that Better leaks. Time. No, Tell me when that. that leaks. It's horrible. I can't deal with that. That's why families need fathers, yo. <laughs> None of us would have happened if Robert ain't die. Oh, well, yeah. Well, Robert wasn't her dad. She's just a oh, father. Right. Yeah, yeah. None of us would have happened if Chris might not existed if, if, uh, if he didn't, if Robert got that shit. None of us would have if Bruce ain't die. I'm still not convinced that Chloe. Rest in peace, Bruce. Shut up! I can't. I can't get out of there. Because I respect Bruce. them. I, I respect. Caitlin is Caitlin. out there. Caitlin is doing. I respect. The, I respect the transgender <laughs> movement. This is what I'm concerned about. Well, I'm not concerned. You still can't convince me that Chloe 
is actually Rob, or I'm sorry, yeah, Robert, Robert Sr., that Chloe's actually his daughter. his daughter. You can't convince me. When I saw that girl's coarse-ass hair, I was like, hmm, one of these things doesn't look like the other. You the rest of them is five mm-hmm. foot. This heifer is six foot two. You Are you it, serious? OJ smash or nah? Tell me why this girl is getting keratin treatments, which means she's getting perms. Everybody else here looking like one way. This girl looking like Kizzy yeah, when, she, when her like hair is not straight. Daughter, why, you, why you looking like Celie when your hair ain't straightened? Where does that come from? What part of the lineage is that? You can't tell me otherwise. Yeah, I don't know. I never thought about it before, but I... Have I you seen her hair that. like when she don't? I've never paid them any real attention, so no. This girl here look like she is from the motherland. Like she grew up in the sub-Saharan yeah. African desert. Like, to be honest, like she looks like she looks like her mom, so she looks her sisters, but I don't know if she really looks like Robert Kardashian. I'm telling you, this hair texture. And that's it. That's it. Tell me why your two sisters, your older sisters, are five foot... One, you Even all of a sudden six two. In addition to the fact that your hair is as coarse as Nigerian <laughs> hair, to quote Yo, Mr. Lawan, I'm just saying that. What? You get his podcast shut down. A glass of ocean slipping down, my friend and landing on my hopes and dreaming. Off the maps, no hidden grids, I'm fleeing. Worship you like holy days, lying on my back, seeing clouds and rays, drinking lime and bitter from my lemonade. White horses, every time won't do. No shots at the Armenians. No shots at the Armenians. No shots, no shots at, at anybody. I just I don't like tramp ass women. No shots at anybody. They have a mad shots at Drake though, and at White Iverson, whoever he was. Post Malone. Post Malone. No, you didn't like Little Dicky. Malone didn't even play in the post. It, it was Little Dicky who. He ain't like Post Malone yeah, either. Shots at Lil Dicky too. He like straight <laughs> Lil Dicky too. <laughs> he was like, yo, fuck that Post shit. Malone. That money. Pick and roll Malone. Shots at you too. <laughs> White Iverson. Who do I want to throw shots at? You know, I actually kind of like Chloe if she being real. The Kims, the Kylie's. Oh, I didn't know this picture was taken. Oh my gosh, my left nipple is out. Like that right there will get me super angry because it's. As much as people want to say about like the Amber Roses of the, she is who she is, Amber and she keep it a thousand. and she has never claimed <laughs> to anybody. Saying, yeah. She's never claimed to be anything but a, a former a stripper, She's a, a former whatever. That's my thing. You want to do your slut walk? Do your thing. You want to talk about like oh, I don't. I don't know how that picture got into the internet. That tape, what? But then we see that you are generating million, millions of dollars worth of revenue. Bitch, you know how it got into the internet. And you're profiting off of it. Accept it. 
That's my problem. The first I heard you say bitch, so this definitely <sighs> I'm like drunk, so I, I curse a little this bit more. Is definitely one. My money, like my mouth is so potty when I drink. But anyways, you get what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I have such you a potty You are so classic. Like, my mouth is so potty. Honestly, it's potty, but... Um, are you car bitchians? No, but... And it's not even all of them. Because I feel like Kendall, the one who's modeling across, you oh, know, yeah, like, yeah. in Europe and she stuff like that... She got the cosign. She got all the cosign from the houses. And be like, we love Kendall. She the no, one that's no, no. with DeAngelo, uh, D'Angelo Russell? She, I think she's dating people. I don't know she's no, she's dating, people. like, the Jonas... One of the Jonas brothers. She one of them is that, dating D'Angelo Russell in Lakers. I don't know. Here's my thing that I, I think, like about I think her. Kendall's been seen with a bunch of different people. But she's think. been seen. Oh, Here's my thing. Kim, it's not that I think that she's she Kim Trap. I don't think she's maybe not. She might not be really doing. She she too. She got walk too many walks. She's How many of shows? Listen, listen, How many listen. They got? It's five, oh, it's five a number. Years. Here's my thing, though. This is what I want to like. She I want. Nervous. I want. No, she's not. I mean, she's a 19 year old. She's yeah. Yeah, that's she the one. I want to differentiate. Like, I don't mind, like, somebody being saying she sh- she should and can date whomever she wants to. My thing is, she actually has talent, right? So, she done got her ass on a runway. She's been, you know, in fashion shows, Versace, bombing, like, like reputable people. And she done made her money. Victoria's Secret. Like, she, and she got a good walk. She do her little thing. That's fine. I have a problem when you got these heifers like the Kylies, right? Who has an app. She's decided to have an app where she talks about, I like, I like orange popsicle flavored lip gloss. Like that, like, bitch, I don't care what you like, right? She is selling. <laughs> this girl 18 years old. She, she is a, an adult right now. She, she ain't adult enough to date Tiger. You got a problem with that? She's 25 years breath. old. She's 25 years old. She better get wedded. She's she better get grown. She ain't doing childlike things. Oh, no, she doing things. grown woman things. Watch. She's on her own house. Wait, listen, wait for the tape to come out. I hope that don't happen. I mean, I ain't gonna watch it. You know, that would kill that, that, that Did you watch the R. Kelly tape? This is how I know when people nasty. Did you watch the R. Kelly tape? It came tape? out, yeah. You did? Oh. This is before the internet. This is a long ass time. You had to watch the actual R. Kelly tape. It was a tape. Yeah, it was an actual tape. Like, people bought that on the street was like, yo. We but you had to come up with They were selling a, it in Chicago. You had to come up with an opinion. So I saw enough to be able to say, no, nah, that's not R. Kelly. No. That was it. Uh-uh. Uh-huh. It was that nigga. That was all that was that nigga. enough to say that's not our kid. That was that nigga. I Wait, mean. okay. Did you watch the Kim K tape? I saw a little bit of it. I didn't see. Because that was the internet era. That was the, like, you could just click and download. See, the R. Kelly era. I just heard it wasn't worth watching, so I never watched it. Yeah, it's not. It's, from what I saw, it's boring. But the R. Kelly thing was just like. She tried to do a little something. She tried to do a trick. She, listen now. Okay. No shots to the Armenian girls. We know y'all putting it down in the bed. <laughs> Do you know that? That's what I hear. Do you know that for I'm going to ride with the... the I'm going to ride with the homies. Right, right. I'm going with the, the homies. Why? Why? Because she got no like... Okay, because she the other and she got pursed lips and so like right. the other seemed like she might... I come down super hard on them. Like, oh, okay. They trying to misappropriate our bedroom skills. Oh, so, so you were going to say she, she... Sure, good for y'all. Get it in. <laughs> good for y'all. I'm just saying... You, know, you ain't doing nothing but being a walking advertisement for Armenian girls putting it down. Yes, and it is in du- it is in direct conflict with what what you said earlier. But what? That you weren't that guy. I'm not that guy that, that cares mean. like misappropriates and thinks about women in that way that cares about the other. And you just said you don't know no, these I'm just girls. Not, yeah, I'm just He's not just not hating. 
And you didn't watch the video to appropriately be able to say if she did or not. Oh, lazy ass Kim K. Do better, Kim K. You gonna put out another tape? Do better. Get involved. I wasn't going to sign. Get involved. Kanye put the whole. And I'm gonna say, Kim K. Ray J deserved better. Kanye put than your last lazy ass. That's what I'm saying. I see it all. She was hella lazy. That's what I heard. She was hella lazy. She said, I'm gonna rely on these fake eyelashes. Let me bat them two times. Okay. Now I'm gonna rely on. It doesn't matter. I didn't see the tape. It was boring. It was boring. I saw five minutes. It was boring as hell. I saw it. It was more than five minutes. But what I'm saying is, I just thought it was super lazy. And it only confirmed my suspicions about other girls relying on. On certain talents, fake eyelashes, um, light skin, baby hairs laying down, to then, I don't know, capture the attention of men. It wasn't based on actual talent, it was based on you being other. Let me ask you this question. Because we people talk about how black talent. people. <laughs> talent. I like how that's that is a classy way to say, like, talent. yo, yeah, that's you nice in the bedroom. You ain't. Yo, your talent. You ain't got the talent. <laughs> I'm not even trying to be like, like even hypersexualizing this. Yeah, I hope you understand right. that. Because I'm just being honest. I'm people being talk honest. about how black people accept the stereotypes we want to accept, and that's one of them. Like being good in the bedroom. That's one that we just keep. Like, is that cool? That we tell particularly you. for like black girls. Like, is that cool? I'm not saying that black girls. I'm not saying anything about. You know, other versus black girls. And I hope that this podcast, I am a woman that's interested in unifying other women. I have friends who are of all different nationalities. It's That's not my point. The point is, is when we try to act as if there is one type of nationality, race, other mixture, whatever, that is better than the other based on stereotypes. That being said, many times... We automatically assume that others or light skin, long hair or whatever else, we automatically assume that they are of dominant anything, right? So they are all of a sudden, perhaps they, um, they have superhuman powers. I tell you one thing, and this might be, let me tell your podcast, I'm a chocolate girl, right? So I get this. I often come in contact with men and like women who um, believe that there are certain women who have, I'm telling you, messed up facial features, right? So, like, you know that there are certain, like, dimensions and dynamics of a face that, like, are known to show or indicate physical attractiveness. Yeah. Those folks don't have those things. I'm telling you could be just, like, disfigured in the face. But if they're light-skinned, all of a sudden that puts them a notch above whatever disfiguration that they may have because they are light skinned. Yeah, I'm not, yeah. It's colorism. Yeah. I'm not like I'm not even and it sounds I, I know people think like okay, that's that hater ass like chocolate girl syndrome. It's really Comments not. Rolling in, right? Comments <laughs> rolling in. It's the hater ass chocolate girl syndrome, but it's really not. I'm telling you, I've had men that say that will look me at my look at me in my face so and you're like, cute for cute for a dark skinned girl. Cute for a dark skinned girl. Like, I can't believe people say that. People like, don't say that. Say Shame like, on all you niggas. No, no, no. They'll say you're cute for a dark skinned girl, or they'll look at me like, and they'll look in like closer. And I've had this one guy. He goes, this doctor. He goes, you have really pretty facial features. 
And it's like one surprised. of like he's surprised. <laughs> and it's one of those things where it's like, if I hadn't looked at your actual face, I might have just been taken aback by the fact that you're chocolate and just thought that you was like Seely. But now that I actually look at you, oh, Seeley? you're kind of dope. Seely a little bit of a hot mess. She ain't well put together. That's just what it is. It ain't like, you know what I mean? It yeah. is what it is. Well, especially if you go in the, the whole thing in the story, like, you know, she was like called ugly by yeah. Mr. and all that fucking yeah. yeah. She'll come in town. She'll come in, sugar a little lighter, shake it a little bit. Yeah. All of a Everybody sudden, it's what's up. Everybody though. Like, sugar, sugar. Her dad ain't wasn't happy with her. My point is well, to say yeah, is yeah, I don't want to be true. that girl that is like that is there are, there are a lot of beautiful women who are light skinned who are of the other variety that's not my point my point is to say is when you say that there are ugly women who because they are light skinned have all of a sudden become beautiful that's my issue or when they're beautiful chocolate girls but because they're chocolate they're not, they're not as pretty like I got, a, I got an issue with that. And I think it's the same thing. Like, leave your ass for a white girl. It happens quite often. So, like, yeah, because you're light-skinned, you may be the next thing close to white. And so you may get that basketball player that's not as socially conscious. Um, but, like, if there's something better, if there may be a white girl that they family okay with a white girl, he going to leave your ass too. So take that oh, into consideration as well. I mean, that's the oldest time, though. That ain't just our culture. That's a whole lot of cultures. Got that colorism going on. It's going on a long time here. Ain't no wrong with it. Love who you love. And that's why I've dated the UN, because I'll always love who loves me. Like, and it's not going to be a situation where I'm like, I'm not going to date white men, or I'm not going to take date Filipino men, or whatever else. Like, I'm going to be like y'all. Black men. I'm going to get it how I live. Ain't no wrong with that. Hello. Fight dog say I like them brown Puerto Rican and Asian. <laughs> fight dog from the Zulu Nation. <laughs> Yo, I only date white chicks yeah. my whole life because I gotta talk to you <laughs> and I talk about mad black shit. <laughs> Who knew though? Though you gotta understand. It's not. Talk to it's me. not until listen. It's People not that until to me, this though. hat though went a little higher, a little more to the side that yeah. we even realized that this was like he was urban. Exactly. People that talk to me. I talk I talk a lot of black shit, so I gotta you gotta talk that black shit with me. side of the room Brown skinned girl staring with the brown eyes Ooh baby Don't you know you're a cutie pie Princess little honey with a polka dot dress on I'm 
nothing I said about these fucking white rappers. Yeah. <laughs> if you gotta cut hers out, just play my part again. <laughs> just for extra emphasis. <laughs> Fuck out of here, Post Malone. <laughs> Lil Dicky, we ain't for you. You go back and okay. post Sam Perkins. <laughs> we not fans of you over here. Post. <laughs> Post Randolph, like just random power forwards. We not a fan of you over here. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> I just don't want to be too divisive on your show. Like I want you to maintain you gotta your followers. You, you gotta, gotta keep it on. Some of the shit we be talking. You gotta keep it on, man. That's only way they gonna know. Like yeah, this this ain't this this is actually kind of par for the course, you know. This okay, is, is there anything else you wanted to capture? Yes. On uh, Julian's most recent episode, he was he had a good friend on. He talked about how he mentioned it. he talked about it. he said he was having issues with females. And me and Julian talked like quite a bit. We chop it up, uh-huh. but never really get into that, right? And and then his homie was like, yeah, like what? He was like, man, I don't even want to talk about nah. it. <laughs> like what? And I was like, damn, what's going on with Julie? What's going on, bro? Harney Streets, man. These DC streets. I guess. DC dating is some other shit. It's some shit I, uh, uh, that's different from any other dating I've done. DC Are you in a relationship? No. I'm rarely ever in a relationship. Okay. How long was your longest relationship, if you don't mind me asking? Maybe a month. Wow, okay. What? Yeah. Damn. When was that? Maybe like a year ago, a year and a half ago. Okay. What type of girls do you like? Smart ones. Yeah? Yeah. More to challenge my mind. What do they call it? Um, you're a sapiosexual. I'm not totally a sapiosexual. That's real. I have certain, you know, physical things that I like. Real. I have certain physical attributes I like. Like what? You like big girls? No. Watch out for the well, big girls. Like this. Oh, oh will pretty. you put that in there? Watch out for the big girls. That one better be more close on. Shouts out to the big girl, girl. Watch out for the big 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 girl. Big girl. Big 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 big girl. Shocks me because you are interested in your health. So I don't. Oh, yeah. see. I mean, I still want you to be healthy. But you like big girls. Yes. Well, that's not that surprising because I know a lot of skinny dudes that, that like big girls. 
Yo, thank you for the compliment, brother. Thank you for the compliment. I'm like, yo, like, yeah, I'm overweight. I'm overweight dude. So like, I probably got. So what's your type of girl? Pretty. What's pretty to you, though? Yeah. Yo. Because here's the thing. It's like I I guess because I've been drawn so for so long. There's certain things that I go for. Uh-huh. So, you know, I, I even analyze it. Like, there's a certain level of attractiveness go for how uh, symmetrical a person's face is. Yeah. So, like, I know mm-hmm. that. So, I can tell, you know, you know, you can tell, like, okay, cute eyes, cute nose. Like, like just, I don't know, generally aesthetically pleasing. Like, I, I like pretty girls. I just, sometimes it could be certain factors, like eyes. I'm more about the face more than everything else. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, some dudes is like, yo, the blah, blah, blah is, you know, booty rider. The blah, blah, You know, when it's some people is brass, some people is legs, some people is, is ass. I'm like, all that's great. I do like a good figure. Like, if I ain't less messing with the face, though, like, I can't wake up in the morning. Mm-hmm. If I ain't going to be like, I can sit down and just look at you for a long time, because, you know, I'm, you know, I draw stuff for this. So I could just like stare at a person, look at a person for like a long ass time. Mm-hmm. And looking at people is my shit. I probably look like a creep all the time sometimes on the metro because I just look at people. You look at people at work too. I know I do. You like really zone in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's certain things. I, I, they might be like a features like, hmm. Mm-hmm. I've noticed that. Like it's different. Like, you know, I like different types of hair. I do like long hair though. I ain't gonna lie. Who's your uh, ideal? Like, is there a famous woman who's your That's ideal? That's a good question. Because oh, I can tell you mine. Yeah. I'll tell you how I can do it. Rosario Dawson. She fine as hell. She is. Yeah. She is. Huh. She I think she be, has masculine features. She does. She can be goofy. She does. And fine at the same time. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's, yeah. That's, that's what you want. And she's smart. I gotta feel challenged. Mm-hmm. They come at it from different ways. Cause like some people think like, oh man, he probably goes for like a geek person. I'm like nah, I'm into that. Those chicks though, I know that. Shit. Do tend to be like kind of geeky on the low. Like they're the chicks that like have layers that you wouldn't necessarily expect. Yeah, I like well-roundedness. I like to be able to talk about random stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't always like to have to like. Explain things though. Like if I'm gonna always explain something, I want to learn something too. Cause I'm getting, I guess I'm getting to this age where I'm always showing somebody something or explaining some shit to somebody. I guess that's what happens when you start getting to a point where you post thirty, post thirty five, get that knowledge. I'm just saying. You feel like you're setting the light in your ways as well, being thirty five. Not really. Okay. Like, I can you like you're willing to learn. Yeah. Willing to explore. So what's the what's what were you going through at the time that 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 long exasperated sigh came out? You came with the, <sighs> <laughs> nigga. <laughs> yeah, I don't what know. was going on that day? Sometimes it's weird because sometimes you just get cut off and you never know why you get cut off. Like you never got that far, but like so. What is the reasons why you stopped interacting with me? Sometimes you never find out. Yeah. Do you ever ask? Don't ask. You can ask, but you're never going to get, you might not get an answer. I think 
that's important now. If somebody were to ever ask me, and I feel like people have, like I give them the benefit, the courtesy of answering the question. The same way I want to have it too, right? But like when you date, like that's exactly the purpose for dating. You decide, you figure out like what what works for you, what doesn't, and then like you hope that somebody may, you know what I mean? Sometimes the maybe impassioned like, enough to allow you to. Sometimes it's not like articulable. Like you can't really put it into words sometimes because it's like a feeling. I don't know that. I think I think it's when someone tells me they can't put things into words. It, tells me that they're lazy you can always put something into words right if it's that i just didn't get a good vibe from fill in the blank right that is putting it into words you telling me you can't put it into words is like again evidence of laziness and that you don't want to think long enough i mean two reasons a you don't want to think long enough to be able to put it into words or b like you don't want to tell me but it's not a factor of not knowing and if you don't know why you're doing something, then I have to think like, that's dumb. Stupid. But that's not, if you just say, I didn't get a good vibe, that, that's that's not saying anything, that's I can't. Think, I think it depends on how long you're interacting with the person. If you put, if there's been I a think long right, period, if there's a long period of time and things just change randomly. I don't know about time, and but progression. Like, if it was a long period of time where y'all was texting once a week, that's not really... Let me tell you why. Number one, a grown woman... (laughs) Well, let me... I'm not going to speak for all grown women. I I also don't want to put things on folks, but, like, the whole texting all the time, that is so lazy. It's so lazy. You don't get to know people from texting. No, you don't, agree. So the point of it saying like that shows me I want to put in minimal effort and I want to see what may come from this little bit of effort that I'm going to give you. Like, let me give you my crumbs. It's the most ridiculous thing ever. I also might be a little bit too nice. In what way? Kind of, I don't know, kind of a... You're a giver? Yeah. I just feel like the woman that's for you, like, number one, I always think it's interesting when people take advantage of nice people because to me that shows who you are, right? It's not evidence of like, oh, that means Julia needs to be like a more whatever person. The right woman for you is going to be like, this man is so nice. And because he's so nice, I can't even think of wanting to take advantage of him. That's how I feel about nice people. It's like, it doesn't... It doesn't give me like the grounds or whatever to be like, damn, I can do X, Y, and Z to him. I know that if you're intuitive enough, you know the potential power that you have over certain people. But if you're a good person, you know not to use that power. You know what I'm saying? So I always think that's so messed up when people say like, oh, I know he, if I asked him for it, he'd give me X, Y, or Z. If you're a good person, you're not even going to ask for it unless you need it. You know? So, again, I just think that's a reflection of the person. Yeah, in the right situation, you'll get it back. You don't don't ever stop giving, but you'll give it to a person who who will readily give it right back to you. So, it's not about you being too nice. It's just about the target 
of your niceness, of your of your generosity. Yeah, you'll give it right back or that person doesn't take it as a sign of weakness. I've heard so many times, particularly like in my female friends, oh, but he's just such a nice guy. And I'm thinking like, okay, if there's like a super nice guy and I'm not interested in him, I'm not going to let him do things for me. Point blank, period. Because I know that you may be you may be nice to me because you're looking for something more. If I'm not interested in that something more, I need to have self-control, like the right amount of self-control to say, thank you so much for like wanting to look out for me, but I can't let you do it. That to me is being like the right type of person. The type of female that will take advantage of that and want to have like the benefits of your niceness, but not want you. Like, that's a, like, that's a grimy-ass woman. Like, it's not, like, at this age, like, it's not cool. Especially for women that can do for themselves. Like, there's nothing I need from you. So, like, if, for instance, you are, if you ask me out on a date and you're like, I want to take you out for dinner. And I'm not in, shit. K Shade. And I'm not interested in you. It's not appropriate for me to let you purchase my, or let you, you know what I mean, buy my food. Yeah. I will just as soon say like, no, let's split this. Let's go Dutch or whatever else. Because I think that's what's appropriate. That's you exercising self-control to say, I'm not trying to get over on this man. There are far too many women that are like, oh, he's nice. He'll give me a free meal. That's ridiculous. Particularly if you're of a certain like, you know what I mean, income where you don't need a free meal. That's just, you're just, you're just grinding, trying to take advantage of a situation. Yeah. I'm not for it. Tell like, them, yo. Like, I mean, what really is What's the value of these free meals? But here's the thing: like, that's on the ladies, but y'all men on something else too. Yeah, I ain't y'all know some hey, shit man, it's too. It's hard out here. I, I, I ain't on both sides. I can't. Yeah, okay. Like, I'm I can't be on my side, that. but it's hard out here on both sides. Like, I can't speak on any other guy. I notice what some of them do. I shake my head at them. I be like, "You're gonna catch it eventually," but. It's just weird. Like I don't understand. Like and sometimes the, in, the the whole nice being a, a detriment, being a, a bad thing. It's like why? Because I know that sometimes men who are being nice for for ulterior motives. Definitely. Oh my gosh. But listen. I mean, there's a balance. Listen. There's a ba- you don't want to be a doormat. Yeah. There's a balance. Nobody wants you to be a doormat. You don't want to be a doormat. You don't want to be a doormat, but why can't we get to the point? And I'm not just saying like in black relationships, I wish we could, but like where people ain't on that. Like I want to do for you and you want to do for me just because like we are down for one another. It's not. Why not though? It'd be nice. Why not? Like I like I can't with it. Like the point being in a relationship relationship for the last year and a half. Like it is just. The thought of like starting over, the thought of like now having to go back through the like the rat race of figuring out somebody's true intentions. I'm telling you, that's the worst part of it all. Because to me, it's like it's not like why can't we build a partnership where we both winning? Like, I don't understand why we would even spend time in like the trivial things of trying to compete or figure out one another yeah. when it's like us against the world we got to compete against and figure out the other shit like ain't nobody got time for the rest but yeah. you gotta understand what's been ingrained in us particularly black people i don't 
Care. We gotta get over that. Yeah, we gotta real. get over that. Like but it's that's not work. the work. That's work. Why is it though? Because like, the, the society has taught us when at the expense of the next person, even the next person is your mate. I now, can't buy into that. I think that's that's I think that's a very new I think that's a new concept. I can't buy into it. I think that's a that's a post civil rights era yeah. concept. Yeah. Cause my goal Cause when we were all have, down is to have Heathcliff and Clay Huxtable lifestyle. That's all I want. I saw that shit when I was like four. I was like, older I get, I was like, yeah, that's the, yeah. I don't care about Bill Cosby the person, but when that image on television, how Clay Huxtable was like, the the jam, yeah, yeah. And my thing and is it was this. Just straight partnership all the way. It's straight partnership, but the idea too, and I see a lot of people like, oh, I want this type of relationship. The idea is that you may not be there right now. I am not at my pinnacle right now. Whoever my mate is, is likely not at where they want to be. Like the Michelle and the Barack's right now at our age are still forming. They are still yet to be. The idea is that we don't have to do this thing separately. There are things that like, let us compliment each other and I'm gonna help you get there. You help me get there. We're gonna build this together. That's why I don't understand why people work in silos in that way. Cause it just doesn't make any sense. We make life harder than it really needs to be. You know what I'm saying? By trying to operate individually. Just doesn't make sense. Like, let's get this money together. Like, seriously. But that's that's the conflict. Because we come from, we come from communal-based worldviews, and now we're in an individualistic-based society. They bought into the wrong thing. Most people bought into the wrong part of, of capitalism. Yeah. That's what it is. And the thing is they, they, take, they take a part of capitalism, though. Like, they're not that, looking at all of it. Exactly. Like, if you want to compare yourself to, you know what I'm saying, the Joneses, if you want to compare yourself to the white families, the Asian families, Jewish families, the Latin families. Yeah, they partner up. Like they take the L. They take the L. I don't understand. So when we talk about like partnering up, it's like, I don't understand why black families don't feel this way in particular. We shouldn't have like, we shouldn't have the same amount of experts. We shouldn't be experts in the same thing, right? We yeah. don't have to be. Like, where can we find those points of intersection? Where can we complement one another? And then where can we grow, like, coalesce to be, like, the that ish. Like, to be the shit together. I don't understand then why, like, you're talking about this capitalistic society and this and that. Like, why in the world do we feel like as black women, black males, that we are competing for anything when most of the time we don't even want the same thing? Like, it's not, like, a matter of competition, a matter of money. We don't want the same thing. Yeah, it's not always competition, but sometimes it can be a situation where you feel like tying yourself to this relationship holds you down, slows you down from the things you want to do as an individual. And that division was taught. That division was taught. Like, they pulled black men out the homes, put them in prison, put them on crack, because you could get, like, welfare benefits only if the man was not in the house. Like, all of that stuff was taught. And now we have to undo that and then build again. 
But in that same way, though, and I understand how like some of that stuff is systemic, but in the same way, we're not all welfare recipients. What I don't understand is people in the like people who live in this area, right, who are not like benefactors of welfare or whatever, still have that mentality when they didn't grow up on welfare and they still are not functioning off of welfare. Well, think about it, right? they grew up with a dad in the home. Maybe not. It's maybe, maybe not. But here's my thing. It is right. It's ego, but it's like what we can achieve together. Like, I'm going to tell you this. There is never. I don't understand. And this is just something because I was not a relationship girl. I just became like a year and a half. I was not that girl. But my level of focus after being in a relationship, my ability to achieve certain things with a support system, not being out in these streets. Like that allowed me to achieve more and to have a more, uh, a better focus on the things I actually needed to get done. Yeah, you, said, yeah. you get what I'm saying? So like for people to not see the benefit of that versus like being out in the streets, having this wandering mind, always looking for the next best thing, like not having, there's even something in having like companionship where you ain't got no worries. You have the companionship you need. You have that ride or die such that like, if you have a rough day at work, that person is there for you. There are so many talk to, to talk to, right? To to be your counsel, to have advice, to be a support system for someone who's not looking for anything else but your best interest in mind. Like, there's so much of a benefit in that that like then will translate to like you being able to achieve the things you want to achieve. I can't see why anybody sees that as something that's like. A takeaway. I don't get it. Cause y'all know no better. Like I can't. I can't. It's yeah. It's like I don't. I don't want. Cause it's like I know like a lot of things. I just this certain things about dating or relationships. The way things work, I just don't understand. That's the why way in which like things are going. Like I don't like I. I'm good with just having somebody that I can like hold their hand. I'll be good. Like I'm old school. I guess. Like I'm getting old now. Like I don't care. I'm just chill. Watch, not, a, watch not, Marvel, not, right? Not Netflix and chill, but actually just sit down and just chill and relax. Just like, be. It could be Netflix, yeah. but I mean, yeah, those like, are the best relationships. Those are the best relationships. The ones you can just be in. Relax. That's the only type of relationship, though, in my opinion. You know, learn something new, something I end up on. That's what I look forward to. Challenges. But challenges not, but also different type of interactions to like I don't know this so oh, put me on this or the see I, something through somebody else's eyes the idea though particularly in DC that I find is that like we gotta be on all the time at work I, I feel like I need to be on I need to be like you know quick sharp whatever else you go out into like whatever other thing these networking happy hours whatever in your friend group sometimes you gotta constantly be on be the most intelligent most articulate whatever else i have to have a space in my personal life like in my personal time my downtime to be like off to be goofy to like drink to sit down have this podcast and be real like if i can't have that with my significant other i shouldn't be with that person that's the idea like you have to have like to just be yeah i've already started rejecting a lot of other stuff like i go to the events I go to events like this. I don't give a, like, I don't care. I, I don't care. Like, I'll talk to you about Saved by the Bell. I'll amaze you with the awesomeness of Screech powers. I know all the intricacies of Screech. And the girl that's for you is gonna be like, he's dope. I will see. He's dope. I mean, you know what I mean? 
like that's the person that's for you. We'll see. That finds all your in, your you know eccentricities. That finds all of that like super dope. That's what it is. That's how it gotta always be. Cause if you you want somebody living a lie, then you gotta live that lie. Yeah. Like you gotta win them being yourself, being your complete full self, so that y'all can just spend Tuesday afternoon together. And you don't have to just be on. That's what I hope for you. I mean, because I I know girls like that. So, like, it's interesting, too. And I will say this. Like, I don't want to be like, I'm like matchmaker. But, like, at the end of the day, like. Yeah, call them up right now. I think about, like, people who want just, like. like the dating like tell me what would be your one complaint about the dating scene in DC I don't know if I'm really good at talking about it because I really don't try to date or go out that often why is that then like how do you how do you get to what you want if you don't do that I don't know it's it's the always on thing I think that throws me off like you're just saying like people are always on Mm -hmm. it's like I'm saying you always like I don't know how interested I'm going to be into that into that person so the whole like oh let's go out and do this I don't know like I need to see more I need to see more before I even get interested mm-hmm. so like I'm a slow mover yeah like like I don't even like find people attractive for like I find people attractive but I don't find people interesting to after a while Mm-hmm. After mm-hmm. Knowing them, seeing them, you know, watcher. I yeah. Sit back. I pay attention. That doesn't always work out though. Mm-hmm. It is oh what it goodness. is. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. He's going to be sober when he comes out, though. <laughs> Jesus. Ain't nothing left. Lord, have mercy. Yeah. 
That's why I cut on the water. Because when people hear me, when I'm used to the bathroom, oh. I cut on the water immediately. It doesn't matter what I'm doing. Like, cut on the water. Yeah. Dating is weird. Dating it is. Weird. Especially when you start getting older. It gets, it gets more tiresome and more. Well, because you're more set in your ways. Oh, yeah. You have different intentions sometimes. Or, like, you know what you want. Like, I think sometimes it's harder when you know what you want as opposed to, like, when you're younger and you're like, I'll just date whatever. I'm just dating a C. Well, I mean, then that means, like, you've raised, like, you know, your level of expectation. You know what you want, so you can cut people out fairly quickly. And it means that you also, like, have a certain standard for what you are going to tolerate and what you're not. Yeah. Yep. I get it. I told you, like, I, yeah, I get it. I'm, like, in a very similar situation because I'm trying to figure out, like, you know, on one hand, I have somebody that it's it's very difficult as to where we are. And, like, I've been noticing things that I just don't like. He talks about marriage, and I'm like, but, but for me, your actions don't match someone who I would want to marry. And so that is like in conflict of like, am I really on, like, you know what I mean? Like, am I interested in going back and like dating? Cause it's a tough ass thing. Yeah. In these streets, the streets filthy. These professional, too many professional people in one area streets. Yeah. Seems taxing. It's very taxing. I just feel like we got a lot of decisions like in everyday life that we have to make. And so to the extent that this like last one, choosing who you want to spend time around, like it ain't even got to be nothing serious. Like where it's like, this is the love of my life. And this is who I'm going to marry. But like, I, I enjoy spending time with this person. Like to the extent that that can be like settled. Like why not just be happy for those things that you can control? You know what I mean? People want dreams, though. Dreams what do you mean family. by that? I think sometimes people want these perfect things, these imaginary things they made up in their head. You think people really want the perfect? Yes. Because I think they've been sold the perfect. Do you want the perfect? Nah. Because you didn't buy the perfect. I rarely meet... I don't want the chick that bought perfect. I rarely... I rarely meet people who really want the perfect at this age. At 25, perhaps, but 30, 35, like years of dating shows you there is no perfect. So I rarely meet people our age who are like, I want the perfect. They're like, there are a couple of things that I, I value and I value like super hard. Can I get those things? And the rest are negotiable. I, you want the perfect? No. I, I, ain't nobody want that. People off that now. That's like the 25 year old strain. I'd rather you not be perfect. Flaws are interesting. I don't know if they, I don't know if I mean perfect I'm like a perfect person, but I think they do have a certain idea the way things they want to work. And it may not always come together. Yeah, I think that people had a non-negotiable. So for instance, what would be your non-negotiable? Like I can't mess with a woman who what? smokes. Can't smoke. 
know. I gotta see who the person is. So you don't even have like these kind of overarching non-negotiables. Nah, you are willing to say like that's not that could change. Like every person is different. Okay, that's like, fair. Do I want a person that smokes? Not really. But I grew up around a house of smokers. If I really love the person, like, yeah, you gotta do it outside. But uh, uh-huh. that shit's expensive. Comparing <laughs> for them cigarettes, though. <laughs> that needs to come out your personal budget. <laughs> but like, make that work. Did that person really debate? Yeah. So it's just like. You might not be being assertive enough. That might be true too. Like if you go on find like people always say, like, finding love is a verb, right? Like you have to actively find love. Yeah. It ain't gonna just fall in your lap on this couch. It's a nice couch, but it ain't gonna just fall in your lap. Thank you. I did pick a good couch. <laughs> it is very nice. It's very comfortable as well. It's a sleepable couch. Yeah. It seems all I get. Not for somebody like him, though. He's super tall. Like, his legs would fall over. Like, me, I see, I visualize myself like this. (laughs) My legs scratched up. Yeah. It's comfy for you ladies out there. Comfy (laughs) space. Right? (laughs) Come on, come on. He's mad hospitable. He's soup. And he got raspberry lemonade. And And he has a plush (laughs) bed that looks. Uber comfortable. <laughs> right. With plenty of pillows. Like he got about six pillows up here. And he got a guitar. To serenade you. I ain't how to play yet. I don't know. You know enough. Yeah, he got you know three chords. You got three chords or not right now? Sing you of the finest of Ed Sheeran. Yes. <laughs> on this couch. But you gotta find her first. You gotta invite her over here. She ain't gonna just stop by. Trying to borrow a cup of sugar. That don't happen in real life. Nah, I believe it do. <laughs> no, man. Set yourself up to fail. You gotta get out of here. I mean, these streets filthy, but you gotta be in them a little bit. I think I just make some stuff. Making stuff worse until I'm ready again. Who knows? Not everyone's successful. Many of us aren't. <laughs> oh, that's so like defeated. Not defeated. It's just it's, it's like a, it's like a a state of just uh, like a realist thing. Like I don't believe anybody. Like I don't believe I'm deserved anything. I'm owed nothing. Like that's not the way life works. That's one of those things I really remember about you. Like saying, like, I don't... I never say I deserve X, Y, or Z. I think that's dope. I mean, you're not owed it. But if it's out there, why not try to get it? Yeah, you could try. I'm just saying you might not be... You know, I might not be successful. You might not. You know? But your efforts will be rewarded in some way. Maybe. Yeah, rewarding is not always good, though. It's not no, not necessarily gonna be good, but your effort will it, your effort will be fruitful. I'll be fr- like, and I think the other thing is like each kind of relationship or whatever situationship moves you a little closer to what you want. Definitely, because you got to figure out what you don't want. Yeah, figure out what you don't want. You see, like 
what you're willing to accept, what you're not. Like, I just, I don't know. Yeah, I'll meditate. I'll figure it out. Yeah, you're going to find that girl that, I don't know, maybe Comic-Con. Shoot. She's going to be dressed up like Poison Ivy or something. Um, I don't know. I stay away from that. I don't, I don't want that in my life. You don't want that? Why? Uh, is she? Mean, is that a Marvel character? Nah. I just, oh, God, man. Like, just checking. We don't yes. fuck with you, Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's just certain things. It's just like I, like, I need breaks from that type of stuff. Like that comic book stuff, I did it too long. I oh, I see. Go back in it. Like, so you want someone outside of that world? Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. It's gonna be something like atypical. Just draws you in, like you said, somebody from a different world than you from. That's what's gonna keep y'all interested in one another. Like all this shit, I know all this shit backwards and forwards. That's how I gotta go though. You gotta step out your comfort zone. That's everything. That's the only way you gonna grow is about to step out of your comfort zone. I can just be sad like my man Drake though. Fake shit. sadness. It's so interesting because he was like, dances. he was super sad, and people was like, "Oh, he's sad. He's lame." The minute that he started like getting in the gym, buffing up, it was like it didn't matter if he was lame, pitiful ass Aubrey. This man now has muscles and a goatee, and he hot. You know what I mean? It's so interesting. He's no longer lame. He's still sad. He is still sad, but he also has like, he's a bearded man that has additional muscles and women do not talk about him in the same way. They simply don't. It's very interesting how much muscles do. Muscles and facial hair. Yeah. Muscles and facial. I'm serious. Like, everybody has him as like MCM, da da da. Like, I thought he was, like, two years ago, I thought he was pitiful, broken, and like, the cheesy ass man that like Nikki didn't want, that Serena didn't want, like grow a beard, yo. Get in the gym. He already got a beard. A full like a. I can't do a full drizzy beard. I can't. I got Start singing sad ass songs. And a which black guitar? Song. And then lightly do a two step. I like two step. Wear sweaters. Not the full. It's not the full cha cha. Not the full. No 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 no. Just a light. You see, he ain't doing nothing. Pull out. Just a light. Well, slowly. <laughs> Look like somebody uncle. Yes. <laughs> yeah. so, and a sweater and some sweatpants and some Timberlands, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to show you, I like, really what this, this video is for me is him, like, showing how comfortable he is in his own skin. Yeah. In a way that he never has. He gives no fucks. Like, he yeah, does he's... not care. And he's like, I know y'all thought I was lame, and I still am. And guess what? It does not matter. Y'all ain't talking about that no more. This is, this is how you dance when you're really comfortable. When you just don't care. Yeah. And I can appreciate that. People always find it to be sexy or... I don't know, like attractive when you just don't care and you are yourself. That's the biggest piece of advice ever. And that's, I think, what the video indicates. Drake dancing. I should tell the episode to Drake dancing. Does not care. <laughs> like, this is like, it's the most awkward dancing kind of two step. Like, really? What other rapper do you know that would sit here be doing a fake cha-cha for at least four scenes in a video in a block cube dance? 
Two Where chains. else does that happen? Two chains will do that. <laughs> He's another one that don't care. Right. Two chains too old to give a damn. Right. He's like true. Just doesn't care. I don't know. I like it honestly. I think this is a good ending point. Fade out with the theme music. Mount Olympus by Big Crit. No, I think it's gonna be hot one. That's actually one of my uh, non-negotiables. Thank you.